Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. It's Whanawet Daily, Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon. We are in Adelaide at the end of our Visit Victoria tour. We drove all the way here. We got here yesterday via, mm-hmm. where did we go? Pombonites. Yep. We went to Port Ferry, we went to Warrnambool, we went to Harrow. Yep. Then we got to Adelaide. We walked through the gates yesterday, eastern side of the ground, saw the beautiful sunset. We have a one day international recap from today. Jeff, you're going to do that all in 30 seconds, please. Australia's fast bowling, good off the top, three quickly, and then England 5 for 118, all sorts of strife. David Milan bats through the innings, gets some help from down the order, gets them up to 287 for nine. Australia smash it two pieces. David Warner and Travis Head, 147, something like that together. Two for 200 by the time they're out. Steve Smith, 80 not out, to take them home, pissed it in basically. Uh, but it was, you know, not the most exciting game you've ever seen, but there were some great individual displays. Yeah, I think there was too, that's well summed up. Like they're, they're, they're now for 147, yep. Australia in pursuit of 288. So, you know, it's a full right. conclusion. What's going to happen yes. from that point? They do lose two wickets at 200, Warner for 86, holding out, then 206, which was Lava Shane caught behind. Good catch from Butler, mm-hmm. both from Willie. And just for the briefest moment, you think, well, you know, if they, if they get another one here and another one after that, add two wickets to the score yeah. and all the cliches, yeah, then they, yeah. they might have a chance in, in the back 10. But Smith was never going to have that. Boy, he batted magnificently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sure, he's made runs this year. He made a he made a Test hundred at Gorwich. You're at four. He made yep. a, a really what looked to be quite a gutsy hundred in Cairns against New Zealand. But I think the watching of cricket it's sometimes obviously more than spreadsheets and yep. strike rates and averages. It's about what you kind of can identify. And with the naked eye tonight, that's as fluent as I've seen Stephen Smith yeah. for a pretty long time. We're going to go walkies, by the way. We've got Cam Fink with us. Sure. Why wouldn't we go walkies around the Adelaide? Yeah. All right. Um, uh, we haven't done this in a while. Uh, and, you know, and as I say, I, I feel like tonight, seeing the way Smith struck the ball, and there was another element to this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Malcolm Conn did an interview with Smith before the T20 World Cup about not, and I'll do this on video, about not going back and across in such a, uh, such a pronounced, pronounced way. way. Yep. And he, it's true, he is sort of doing the same bounce, but he's kind of going from here to here yep. far more easily, so he can hit the ball more He's fluently. done the old someone's nailed his shoe to the crease in the nets kind of <laughs> thing, and he's, he's not able to walk around. So he's been staying still in line with the stumps, um, which they talked about a lot on commentary. If you watch the game on television, you'll be very aware of this uh, because it was gone into in great depth. Okay, we did um, a bit on radio too, fair to say. Sure, sure. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to start with one thing, which is that Everybody was unhappy about the fact that this game was even taking place. Oh, this is nonsense. Four days after the World Cup final, unfair on England. I mean, they flogged that dead horse all night on comms. It was, right. And it doesn't really sit right for me. And, and so this isn't about stitching up Moen Ali because he got asked a question in a presser and he answered it and fair enough. That's fine. But there, there obviously has been a fair bit of briefing from the England team that they're not happy about it and blah, blah, blah. Nobody knew England was going to make the World Cup final. If England had been knocked out at the end of the group stage, this game tonight would have been 12 days after that. Sure, yeah. 
And even if they'd been knocked out in the semi-finals, it would have been seven days after that. How happy do you think they would have been if someone said, oh, you've got to wait 16 days to play a <laughs> one-day international series against Australia? You can't go home. You can't go and see your families. You've got to hang out here for another 16 days before you play, or 18 days, or 20 days. I think they would have been pretty annoyed about that as well. Australia's got a test series that starts seven days after this one-day series. If they were going to play the one-dayers, and yeah, you can say maybe they shouldn't, but then there would have been no one-day international cricket in the main part of the home summer for Australia. There aren't that many games to prepare for the World Cup next year. It seems necessary for those teams to play games to be able to prepare. England have only got a dozen games before that World Cup next year. So what were they supposed to do? I, I, don't, I just think it's been overblown. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. It's as though we're saying... We only want one day cricket if it's at a tournament. Like they need to build yeah. up to a major tournament. I mean, yep. even the way this T20 World Cup played out, Australia emphasised 20 over cricket when it came to the white ball stuff for the last you know, 12 months, 18 sure. months, because they knew they had back-to-back World Cups. And they'll flip that around That emphasis the next. flips. Yeah. Like they don't play a T20 international until August next year. They yep. play a dozen one-day internationals between now and when they start their World Cup campaign in India next October, mm-hmm. they need time to gel. This does have value. The very fact that Travis yep. Head walked out there today, he's averaging, how's this for a beautiful set of numbers? Mm-hmm. Travis Head is averaging 63 with a strike rate of 115 since returning to the side in Lahore right. across seven matches. I mean, I know um, that he was batting in the middle order then, and now he's back to the top where he was yeah. when he made that massive 100 here back in 2017. But well. it's as though occasionally, just yep. occasionally, Everything lines up for a player. Uh-huh. Aaron Finch retiring when he did yep. before the home summer. This little gap between now and the World Cup, mm-hmm. they kind of have to back a horse now. Yep. And Head was good tonight. Yep. Um, swung horse through the line head. of the ball. Horse's head. Um, picked his spots where he was trying to whack it. And as ever, when he's playing through the offside and slashing, he looks, he looks like an impossible guy to bowl to. Mm-hmm. And he's always been well suited to 50 over cricket. He's got yep. two double hundreds in list day cricket, including one last year. So picking him at the right time, an experienced senior player these days, and the right time in the World Cup cycle too. Yep, yep, and he monsters white ball attacks at times. Uh, and one of the great things for Travis Head is that in white ball cricket, there's no slip cordon most of the time. Sure, you know, yeah. it, it's That shot becomes productive, that sort of flirting outside off stump, you know, your top edge and it goes down to deep third for a single yep. rather than being caught in the cordon. So it works for him. Um, yeah, last time they were here, 287, I think he put on with David Warner. 284, I think 284. it was. Sixth highest partnership of all time. Yep, yeah. and second highest opening partnership. Uh, tonight, 147. They both went for it. Warner was able to pick his moments a bit more. One run off his first 10 balls, then hits his first boundary, ends up with 86, a better than a runner ball. That little scoop shot six that yeah. he played. Outrageous. Um, you know, yeah. like lovely timing. And, and the other thing is, I'm sure... People get stuck into Warner and say, oh, typical, scores runs when it doesn't matter. It didn't score them in the World Cup. There was such a difference. And I, I'll, let's teleport this across to David Milan as well. Because okay. he's someone who's copped an awful amount of grief from people as well. The, you take him out of the 20-over format when a couple of dot balls makes it feel like panic stations. You put him in this format and suddenly it just felt so much more open and relaxed. Like Players like Warner and Milan could go, okay... I can play out a couple of quiet overs, I can face a few dot balls, I can leave a few deliveries that I don't fancy risking going after, and then I can make up my strike rate later. Yeah, it's a great point. And, and Milan has said, and Will McPherson made this point on Twitter, and it reminded me that I've heard Milan say it himself um, in the past, he thinks 50 over cricket's his best form. Yeah. It's just that there's a scarcity of opportunities in the England middle order, naturally, because they've been fucking amazing yeah. since 2015. They've been so productive. It's been very rare there's been a spot mm. available to come mm. in. And when there is, they're backfilling the, the finishing role. So Liam Livingston in recent yeah. times, for example. Yeah. Harry Brook 
sure. very recently too, getting his one-day debut earlier this year. So, yep. yeah, I feel like Milan was always mm-hmm. fighting against, what, Jason Roy? Yep. Got, I mean, only until very recently, Jason Roy's spot's been up for debate. Um, Johnny Bairstow, who's been yep. arguably the best one-day opener ever for England. Yep. Um, Joe Root, who's been mm-hmm. a colossus at, at three or four, depending on yep. where he's been. Owen, Owen Morgan, Morgan has been the captain yep. until five minutes ago. So there's been no logical place no. for Milan to fit. Now, maybe there is. There, maybe there is. Not yep. too dissimilar to Sean Marsh yep. a couple of World Cup cycles ago. An experienced player mm-hmm. who has the right rhythm mm-hmm. can still go through the gears. Probably my favourite bit of Milan's innings today. Beaten outside the off stump by Pat Cummins. Ran the wicket, lovely delivery. Next ball, because he plays T20, Playing the percentages, he'll probably be there again. Across his stumps, and drop kicked him into the short, over mm-hmm. the short boundary, mm-hmm. over mid wicket for six. Like yep. he, he's got that, like the matchup brain is still there. Yep. And if he applies that to fifty over cricket, he's kind of like a dual threat. And that was the bit that stood out with Australia's bowling as well. Is that Cummins and Stark? They didn't play Hazelwood more for rest reasons yeah, than managing for else. And they want they want to use two spinners. I think yeah, as well. they yeah. played two spinners mm-hmm. with uh, with uh, Agar Green. and Zampa, but. The way that Cummins and Stark started off, it was like test match bowling at the beginning. It was Cummins hitting the yeah. hard length, bit of seam, decking it away. Stark pitching it up, finding a bit of swing, bit of in-swing to the right-handers. And they looked threatening immediately because they were able to settle into their rhythm and they were bowling to players who weren't... Who, it wasn't like T20, they didn't want to attack every single delivery. So Phil Salt attacks a couple, not sure about some others, yep. ends up prodding hard hands defensively at Cummins, edges him to second slip. And this was one of my favourite bits of the Wasn't day. Wasn't a lovely single ball caught a second slip? But you're in it's the, been a while. You're in the fourth <laughs> over, yeah, and they had two slips in to start. You yep. might sometimes see that for the first three balls and then yep. someone takes them out. But Cummins is the captain. He's bowling. He's like, I'm having two slips. Thank you very much. Yep. And that's where it goes. Straight to Steve Smith. Um, he gets Vince doing the same thing, but caught behind by the keeper. And in between that, you get the stark delivery to Jason Roy. And I mean, he's in some strife, Jason Roy. He's he was lucky in a way that this squad was announced before the World Cup happened because Alex Hales wasn't in this squad and Jason Roy was, and he was the, yeah, he was the designated opener. If they were picking this squad now after the World Cup Hales has had, maybe Hales would be in this squad. It's a good question. I think they're seeing Hales as a specialist 2020 player based maybe. on some of the public commentary. But if Whereas Jason Roy is falling over his front leg and losing his middle stump to an in-swinging delivery like he's done so many times before. Well, I'm thinking more about the World Cup, right? Yeah. So where Roy's at right now, lost his central contract, yeah. lost his spot in the T20 team, full stop, yeah. was it in the World Cup squad? Yes, this is a bit of a depleted England team. No Livingston, no Brook, no Will Jacks, who I think will be opening for England in the one-day team soon enough. Right. Um, no Jay Root. Mentioned before, these gaps for Milan. Sure. Well, so it was for Roy yep. to make a return to the top of the order and, yeah, loses his middle stamp. A man who's been out of form for quite a long time now. Yep. Um, and you get out that way, sure. I think, when you're out of form. more yeah, than you yeah. don't. And sure, it's Mitchell Stark at 145 clicks. It's never going to be easy no. when he's swinging the ball back towards the right-hander. But and it seemed in as well. Like it swings it in did. and pitches it both. and seems so in savagely. It's he'll a he'll get two more opportunities, but, right? He's not going to get dropped. But he'll he's get... good at making himself look bad when he gets out. Because yeah. he, did, he did the falling over, stumbled, sort of ran <laughs> down half the pitch, all of the rest of it. Uh, he, he finds ways to get out more dramatically than other players might, yeah. getting a good delivery. So... I just think, look, the, he, he had the time off, he was coming back, maybe this was a freshen up and, and you can't judge it on the basis of one innings, he'll have two more, but I think if he doesn't make runs in the next two, he might be in real trouble with Hales floating around in form. Yeah, just coming back to Warner for a moment, I actually, you said before how he's one off ten, I quite like the way they had to scrap at the start because yep. Willie was moving the ball, not prodigiously, but enough, yep. and Stone was bowling beautifully. Now, I think this is one of my big positives from tonight. 
zooming out a bit. Like, Ollie Stone didn't get I'm, injured. I'm in so... Yeah. And he bowled fast. Yeah. And he bowled well. Yeah. I think his figures were none for 50, but 37 dot balls against yep. an Australian team who were, who were really trying to knock off those runs in a hurry early on. And they couldn't attack him. I think his first... Maybe his first 11 deliveries were dots, something like that. And for a guy who... You read Rob Johnson's fabulous uh, set of interviews with, yeah. uh, with um, uh, Ollie for Crick Buzz on his comeback. I mean, he was this far away from, you know, this being Thank all over him. for him and yeah. um, maybe being a 2020 only bowler. He went through the kind of surgery that we've yep. spoken to James Pattinson about on the final word. To come out the other end of that and then be playing 50 over cricket for England, it's a yeah. real, real feel good story. And, you know, there were a few well, of those in the England side. Since he played in ODI. Yeah, there were a few of those today. James Vince missing yep. out, um, gets back, doesn't make runs today, mm -hmm. but I, I'm glad that he got back. Liam Dawson, he's been in every England yep. World Cup squad since 2016, be it as a full member or as a sub. He was a sub right. for the, for the uh, I think it was the 19 World an Cup. An associate nation. An associate nation, yeah. as it were. Um, Chris Jordan hadn't played for two and a half years. So it's an yep. unusual side they're fielding today with four of their world champions from Sunday sitting on the bench, albeit Curran yeah. and Wokes coming back to be subfielders at different points through the right. course of, of the evening. But nevertheless, I, you know, Stone's the best of those stories. Yeah. And I mean, maybe he won't play Maybe that's it for this tour, and that's okay as well. He's got time sure. on his side still. So let's talk about David Milan because, look, it was 5 for 118. Yeah. They're in a lot of strife, and then he, he puts together, you know, he gets some little partnerships going. He puts together, what is it, 30-odd when he's... Uh, when he's 30-odd with Billings to start with, yeah. yeah. Then, then he's batting with Butler. He puts on a few with Butler. He puts yeah. on a few with Dawson. Yeah. yeah and then, and then he puts on 40 as the as a plane comes in. If, you've, if you're ever catching a flight from Melbourne to Adelaide, Get a seat on the left-hand side, because then you come in over the Adelaide Oval, you can look out your window, and it's, it's, it's a great view down there. Um, you know, puts on runs with Jordan as well, and then he puts on 60 with David Willey towards the end, up until mm. the point that Milan gets out. And he just keeps kicking up the gears a bit as he goes along. Yeah, I mean, yeah. to make 134 in a score like that, where England could conceivably have been bowled out for 180 or so, and he gets them up to 287, and it probably wasn't going to be enough, but it was still an extraordinary solo performance. Yeah, I was really impressed by David Willey at the end as well. Like Milan, brilliant, right? Excellent, terrific hundred. But um, he gets to his hundred probably in about over, if I'm picking a figure, about over 40 odd, mm -hmm. just on the, on the cusp of the last 10. Kind of crawled from 95 to 100, gets yep. there, then goes up the gears. Has Willie with him. They add 72 in the last 10. Mm. Not many sides seven down could do that. Yep. But England, because Willie's batting so low at nine, he's a much better player than nine on paper. Sure. Finishes with four, uh, 34 not out from 40 deliveries. Bit of support from the debutante. Wood, we haven't spoken about him yet. Luke but he Wood, yeah. Bowled 10 overs for 60-odd. Bowled okay at times, I thought. Mm. Bowled quickly enough. Bit of variation too because of all the T20 cricket that he's played. But, you know, even that contribution of 10 from 10 to give support to Willie at the yep. end, to give them that total of 287. How often would have you seen a side make 287 from 31 for three in, in the eighth over? Yep. Uh, until 10 years ago, that just didn't happen. But that, that's, again, emblematic of the way that England have picked guys who can bat, cliched as it is, all the way down to number 11. Final word, Hall of Fame, where we pick our favourite moment of the day. Could be good, could be bad, could be funny, could be amazing, could be anything. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, it's being presented to you by Visit Melbourne. Visit even Victoria! Though, even we're in Adelaide, we're going to go back to Melbourne, uh, playing your Melbourne moment, visitmelbourne.com. How good was that? All the way across Western Victoria, yeah. all the things we saw, we'll talk oh, about yeah. this trip for a long time, and all of it's going to be on our YouTube channel. Yeah. Cam's putting that up on there. You'll have heard a couple of the podcasts as well. There'll be more yep. in the weeks to come. Yep, there will be more coming. I'm just going to say 
Ashtonaga. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the full buffet. Yes. It was like going down to, to, to lunch at a Vegas casino. <laughs> it was like, a bit of everything, please. Here's Ashtonaga back into the team. Played one game in the T20 World Cup. He's been a pine rider for the entire tournament. He's been waiting for a chance. He comes in uh, and he, like, it's not like in his first suit he, he blows the house down with his, with his bowling. If you look at the figures, you're like, okay, none for 60 off 10 you know, whatevs, doesn't get a chance with the bat, but does just about everything else. The run out of Dawson? When uh, he, yeah, I think it was Dawson. I'll, I'll, I'll verify yeah, that. Yes, I'm it sure was Liam Dawson. Dawson. He made Where, with the, 11. The brilliant pickup and the direct hit coming in from yep. a point. He nearly gets Milan with an absolute hanger, like oh, literally yeah. goalkeeper, midair, yeah. arm out, fingertips, nearly takes it. Saved four, but I yep. mean, it was a, not even a tenth of a chance, but he nearly dragged it in. Ends up taking the catch to dismiss Milan. Yep. Also takes the catch to dismiss Butler yep. out in the deep. Which was a crucial in moment. In, I yep. mean, that could have been a much bigger innings if Butler doesn't hole yeah. out at that moment. And, I should and say, we're, 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 we've washed over Zampa, but yep. well as always. Who, who too well and, and turned it away. You know, it was a little bit like the, the Adel Rashid to Sarika Mayada. Yeah, good point. Very where, similar. Where there was a little bit of hang in the air, a little bit of turn away. He's trying mm. to drive it to deep extra. He drives it to long off instead. Agar really mobile out there. I'm not sure that we've seen Agar as such a dynamo in the field as he was today. And then, of course, the moment that you'll see replayed again yeah. and again. Milan pumping it over deep mid-wicket. Agar's out there. You think, hey, first, he's going to catch it. Second, it's going over his head for six. No, what's behind door number three? <laughs> he's he's going to levitate in the air like Buddha and then somehow grab it in mid-air and fling it back into the field of play directly to someone 30 metres away inside <laughs> so it rolls along so that six becomes one. They only got a single when from six it. Become when six become one. one. I mean, that's a very adventurous night out if you're looking at things <laughs> that way. But, um, I mean, extraordinary, extraordinary work in the field. And then to top that off, Cummins says, oh, why don't you bowl overs 48 and 50, buddy? Um, and he does it yeah. at about a runner ball. I think he went for 14 off those last Look, two overs. his figures do not reflect how well he bowled. No. And, and that was a, I mean, I'm not saying it's a huge selection call, but... Every other team's doing the two spinners thing, right? Yeah. Australia haven't. They've been reluctant to go down that path. Mm. Zampa got dropped after four World Cup games in 2019. They went the conservative option with Nathan Lyon. It obviously doesn't, doesn't pay off. Um, Agar was, as you say, a, a bloke who's been in all of these squads without ever really mm. being a first choice player. Yep. It might very well be the case in India that they need two and a half spinners. They need two frontliners plus Maxwell. And if that's the case, he's done an enormous amount of good for his reputation today yeah. with, with the, with the ball Green in the field. Especially and Stoinis and maybe yeah. Marsh yeah. floating around. Yeah. There, 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 is, there is extra flexibility, kind of like England in T20 cricket, where they've got legitimately seven bowlers. Australia yeah. might have six or seven bowlers in, in that kind of configuration you're describing there. So, right. well played, Ashton Agar. On the other side of the fielding, it was the, uh, the moment where poor old Ollie Stone, who I've given a rap already, went to field a ball, slid in the usual way, ball comes off his boot and he kicks it 25 metres to the boundary. <laughs> Own goal, put into the corner of the net. <laughs> Um, so poor Ollie there, he had the hands on his hips, he was devastated after From the half-forward flank, dribbled it in from the pocket. Yeah, he Extraordinary. did. He, he booted it over it. the Gavin Wanganeen stand yeah. or something like that. Um, and, and there was the nice back and forth with David Warner and the signs, the kid in the crowd that wanted Warner's shirt and Warner held up a sign saying, you can have Marnus's. Uh, so <laughs> that, that, was, um, that was nice towards the end as the game started to drift, as we will do. We'll drift off. You'll Let's drift, drift. You'll drift back to Melbourne. Um, I'll drift over to Sydney. Cam will drift back to New Zealand via Torquay, it's what Cam does. Yeah. Um, and we will, we will separate as a trio. It's been a bloody good week. Yeah. Visit Victoria, we love working with them. We had our little thing on the roof. It feels like yesterday, it was six nights ago. Mm-hmm. We've done a lot in the middle of all of that. As I say, our YouTube channel, this video will be lovely tonight given the way we've walked around and shot it around the sculptures here on the concourse and 
Um, I'll be in Sydney, you won't, so we probably won't do, uh, in fact, we won't do a daily from the Sydney one day. We, we, yep. might, we might do one We might do Melbourne. one from Melbourne if the, see how if we're the mood strikes. But, and if you want to help us do more cool stuff, go to patreon.com yep. slash the final word and you can help us keep making the show. You're going to see Storytime next. Yeah. And now Storytime, I haven't seen it yet, but, um, uh, well, put it this way, uh, you're going to have to watch it. Mm. Because we don't even give it away when we're talking, do we? No. We say you're going to have to watch it. So yep. subscribe to our YouTube, to our, our YouTube channel, uh, which Cam Fink always uh, makes better yep. whenever he's with us. And we miss him when he's not. Final word, Jeff Lemon, Adam Collins from Adelaide Oval. We'll see you next time. Protect the brother, I ain't fenced in. If my future questions, my current senses, that'll be the same we've been doing for centuries. Sorry if I ran out to empty, wrote this so you know what I meant here. I had to go. <laughs>